The Bible reading today is from Numbers chapter 14, 1 to 9, and then also on a separate reading, 26 to 35. And you'll find it on page 150 in your church Bibles. That night, all the people of the community raised their voices and wept aloud. All the Israelites grumbled against Moses and Aaron. And the whole assembly said to them, If only we had died in Egypt or in this desert. Why is the Lord bringing us to this land only to let us fall by the sword? Our wives and children will be taken as plunder. Wouldn't it be better for us to go back to Egypt? And they said to each other, We should choose a leader and go back to Egypt. Then Moses and Aaron fell face down in front of the whole Israelite assembly gathered there. Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, son of Jephunai, who were among those who had explored the land, tore their clothes and said to the entire Israelite assembly, The land we passed through and explored is exceedingly good. If the Lord is pleased with us, he will lead us into that land, a land flowing with milk and honey, and will give it to us. Only do not rebel against the Lord, and do not be afraid of the people of the land, because we will swallow them up. Their protection is gone, but the Lord is with us. Do not be afraid of them. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, How long will this wicked community grumble against me? I have heard the complaints of these grumbling Israelites. So tell them, as surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do you the very things I heard you say. In this desert, your bodies will fall. Every one of you, 20 years old or more, who has counted in the census and who has grumbled against me, not one of you will enter the land I swore with uplifted hand to make your home, except Caleb, son of Jephunai, and Joshua, son of Nun. As for your children that you said will be taken as plunder, I will bring them in to enjoy the land you have rejected." But you, your bodies, will fall in this desert. Your children will be shepherds here for 40 years, suffering for your unfaithfulness, until the last of your bodies lies in the desert. For 40 years, one year for each of the 40 days you explored the land, you will suffer for your sins and know what it is like to have spoken against you. The Lord have spoken, and I will surely do these things to this whole wicked community, which has banded together against me. They will meet their end in this desert, and here they will die. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. All right, good morning. Shall we just uh, bow our heads to pray? Lord, uh, help us to listen to your word to understand it, and through the Holy Spirit, put those things that we need to do into action in your name. And we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Right, there are four pages. Don't worry, it's in very large print. It's okay, my eyes are not the best at the moment, so I have to print it quite uh, quite large. Now, I was saying to John that I think God's telling me that the start of my talk is not quite right. So I'll leave you to judge, okay? So in our reading today, uh, we've seen extremes of behaviour that are present in humankind to this day. 
we hear of crowds gathering and roaring and weeping in verses 1 and 2. That night, all the members of the community raised their voices and wept aloud. All the Israelites grumbled against Moses and Aaron, and the whole assembly said to them, if only we had died in Egypt or in this wilderness. There is the same behaviour today. We saw, and this was my first example, we saw in the West Bromwich Albion football match against Wolves, we saw certain behaviours that weren't recommended. We saw people raising voices, throwing fists and uh, drawing people into uh, an argument and, and violence that shouldn't have happened. The actions of a small minority set off a large-scale disorderly, which was, frankly, restricted to a small portion of the crowd, but it could have sparked a much larger disorder inside and outside the ground. Now, the other example I thought of, not long after that, and didn't write it down, was, have you been watching the news about Gaza and Israel and countries around about What is the reaction of the crowds to death, destruction, trouble and hardship? It's weeping, wailing, shouting, gathering in large crowds. Very similar, I think, to the Israelite reaction. Would you agree? Yes. So, humans, as we can see, react quickly and erratically when they are confronted by a situation where they have little uh, information and few grounds for actual safety. They're in fear and they don't know what's going to happen. So in verses 1 and 2 we read uh, that the reaction to God's message that they were to advance and take over a land flowing with milk and honey and that the population there would not be able to stand against them as they advanced. The Israelites were many. Possibly, we we hear, about two and a half million with women and children and the men, with a large force of young and ably equipped warriors. They had been led from Egypt by Moses, and God's, uh, God's presence was with them. They had seen miracles, Plagues, they crossed the Red Sea on dry land. They had seen large numbers of Egyptian warriors drowned and they witnessed God's presence with them, so in the cloud and the fiery pillar. Yet, after all that, they doubted and feared what would happen to them when they crossed into the promised land, the place designated and promised to them by God hundreds of years earlier to Abraham. So they sort of say to each other, they whisper and grumble and say, why is the Lord bringing us to this land only to let us fall by the sword? Why is the Lord bringing us to this land only to let us fall? Our wives and children will be taken as plunder. Wouldn't it be better for us to go back to Egypt. So it's almost like the prisoner who's set free saying, well, I'm going back to prison because it's safer there. I know what's going on. They are not just doubting God's word. They're saying that God is deliberately lying to them all. 
and will allow them to be killed by the current occupiers of Canaan. Despite all the evidence of God's saving grace, they believe that they will be abandoned and slaughtered. And in Psalm 95, verse 11, if you want to look it up, John, that's one for you. It says, so I declared on earth in my anger, they shall not enter my rest. God rewards their doubts, mistrust and anger with banishment from the land and forevermore. Our fears can also lead to us receiving heavenly reward when we refuse to talk about our faith, refuse to defend our Christian family here and in the wider world. We also throw our hats into the ring with the doubters and betrayers of Jesus. We see that Judas, although a disciple of Christ, was never able to enter heaven. His betrayal caused his own eternal death. Our faith should enable us to banish death and its consequences, as Jesus paid the price for our sins and our fear. So we see in Hebrews uh, chapter 3, verse 19, so we see that they were not able to enter because of their unbelief. That's the Israelites. This applies to us now and also to those wandering in the desert with Moses. So we've got three things I'm trying to highlight this morning. There's fear, there's faithful or faithfulness, and then fury and fidelity, which we'll come to soon. Our word for examination is next is faithful. Who are the faithful in our Bible story this morning? I can put forward four people. There may be more, but I can see written down four people. Moses, Aaron, Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, son of Jephunneh. They were the only ones who acknowledged God's faithfulness. These four followed God's word and put their trust in him. Moses, even though he felt thoroughly unqualified, followed God's instruction. Like us, he wasn't perfect and sometimes took a long time to be persuaded. He ran away from responsibility, but in his heart, he trusted God to deliver him and his people. Does he remind you of anyone who has never doubted God's word and actions? Mainly because we are deaf and dumb, disabled in words and actions. Mainly uh, we are disabled in our faith. But fortunately, we have Jesus to intercede for us. Who the, <coughs> pardon me, who have the Israelites to intercede for them. The evidence is there. Our belief is rewarded by God's confidence and presence. Sorry, I've missed, I've missed a line. It's my eyes. <laughs> we have Jesus to intercede for us. Who have the Israelites to intercede for them? Oh, I thought, oh, God. That's, a, that's an important figure to have, isn't it, John? God. And he's there with them. I've lost my place again. So... <laughs> 
My apologies, it is my eyes, I'm, I'm suffering today. Faith is rewarded also to us by God's daily presence with us. You may, uh, uh, the gift through his gift of the Holy Spirit, faith is rewarded by God's presence with us. You may say, prove it, Rob. Our faith is the evidence. Our belief is rewarded by his confidence and presence. I can't explain what I feel and know when I pray, sing worship songs, read the Bible, talk to others about my faith beliefs and the certainty of the Bible truths. But I know in my heart that God is present here and is with me when I do his work. This is faith. I can't explain it. I will just try to live it. Moses, Aaron... Joshua and Caleb lived out their faith through uh, every trial and tribulation because they knew God was by their side and that he, what he promised would happen, would be provided. The crowd of Israelites demonstrated wholeheartedly their unfaithfulness by thought, word and action. And they were condemned to live out their lives if I can turn the page, <laughs> in the desert of Sinai and also in the desert of their souls forevermore. God is just. He is awesome. But he also sits in judgment on this world and its people. Moses and Aaron would not enter the promised land because of doubt. Will we also be doubters? The faithful will be saved, not so the unfaithful. Hebrews 4 verse 1. Therefore, since the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us be careful that none of you be found to have fallen short of it. And also in the same chapter 4 verse 16, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Who will we approach on judgment day? So finally, we come to fury and fidelity. We have the evidence of God's fury. He says to Moses and Aaron in verses 26 to 30 in our reading today, the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, How long will this wicked community grumble against me? I have heard the complaints of these grumbling Israelites. So tell them, as surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do to you the very thing I heard you say. In this wilderness, your bodies will fall. Every one of you, 20 years old or more, who has counted in the census and who has grumbled against me. Not one of you will enter the land I swore with uplifted hands to make your home. God will keep all of his promises. He will enable the Israelites eventually to enter the land he promised. But those who disobeyed, grumbled and rebelled, they will not. Jesus said to his disciples in John 14 verses 1 to 4, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. 
my father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you with me to be, to be in that place where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. God, through Jesus, shows grace and mercy for anyone who genuinely follows him and is repentant and they will be provided with a place in his kingdom because he has already gone ahead and prepared a place for all of his followers. So although there is a terrible judgment put in place for those who deserve his fury for disobedience, the absolute opposite is available to those who fear him, are faithful to him, and who show fidelity or truth in the way they live their lives for him. What must we remember is God cannot lie. Jesus is of God, part of God and spirit. He also cannot lie on our behalf. God is faithful and just and will forgive our sin and save us, but only if we are just, faithful and repentant in turn. God says in verse 35 of our reading today, I, the Lord, have spoken, and I will surely do these things to this whole wicked community which has banded together against me. They will meet their end in the wilderness Here they will die. But remember who was going to be saved. Who were those who were innocent in this whole episode? The children. The children of God and the Israelites will be saved. So remember that. So as we end our reading, shall we bow our heads to pray? Lord, we know that we fall at every hurdle placed in our path. Give us the strength to rise up again and follow you on the straight and difficult path. Help us to pray, read and obey your word, to confess our sin and to follow your ways. Help us to be a friend to those in need and an example to others in how we try to live to your ideals. We ask all these things in the name of our Saviour and Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.